Hello, I'm Elizabeth, an obsessive backyard gardener who might be able to offer you a couple of tips. And I'm Keith, a landscape consultant, and I'm also passionate about gardening. The one thing we both have in common is muddy muddy boots. boots. Today's topic is an exciting one. It is mulch. I'm being silly. I'm riveted. (laughs) Actually, it is a very important topic because mulch performs a variety of functions in the garden. And we're going to discuss those uses and the different mulches that are available and their benefits. Let's start with why we use mulch in the garden, Keith. The number one reason, as far as I'm concerned, Mm. is soil protection. So we protect the soil and the things that are in the soil so that they, they're not going to be blasted by the sun or blasted by the rain or damaged in any way. So that's the first thing that, that I use a mulch for is, is to protect the soil. And to keep the weeds away. Absolutely. A good mulch uh, will do those things. It'll feed the soil uh, and it'll also keep the, the weeds away. Mm. And there's lots of different types. And retain the moisture. So it's really good. Yeah, mo- moisture, moisture. moisture retention is also very uh, critical in this. I believe that a mulch garden can retain up to 70% more mulch, than, I'm sorry, more moisture, more moisture yeah. than an unmulched garden. Exactly. So that is a lot. Really. And that's cutting back on a precious source that um, yeah, we we'd otherwise be wasting. Exactly, exactly. So erosion control is another function of mulch. And probably the most important thing is the protection of the soil mm. biota, so the flora and fauna that's in the in the soil. Mm. So things like the mycelium of, of of mushrooms that work in a symbiotic relationship help breaking down the mulches that feeds the plants and everything else. Microbes mm-hmm. uh, that um, feed uh, feed the worms, mm-hmm. uh, and of course the worms themselves, which keep the soil open, keep the soil uh, full of full of goodness for the feeding of your plants. That's right. That's right. It helps with warmth, keeps yes. the soil warm in winter. It does. And cool in summer. Exactly. Which is fantastic. Another benefit for the plants yep. as well. And, of course, it's great for establishing a garden as well. So when you're doing a new build of a garden, mm. I always have the mulch down first before I plant into it mm-hmm. and I pull back the, the, the mulch and dig the hole and put the plant in and then push the mulch back in and around it. Okay. So it helps the establishment of those plants. It ensures that their roots are in a, in a zone that's um, going to be, you know, complementary for its, uh, its life. It also adds aesthetic benefit too. It does. Because it can be decorative as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. So that, depending on obviously what sort of mulch you're yeah. using. Um, and there's lots of different types of mulches. There are. Um, now, before we actually go into all the different yeah. types, there are three main types, aren't there? There's living, yep. living mulch, an organic mulch, and an inorganic mulch. Exactly. So let's start with the living mulches. Living mulches, yes. Like a ground cover. A ground, Yeah, that you could use ground covers. So yeah. they they will um, build up and thatch up and and. There's lots and lots of different varieties of mm. those. Uh, one that I've used incredibly successfully in the past has been a native, yes. and that's been a Grevillea, and there's uh, Royal Mantle or Grevillea Gaudi Chowdy. Gaudi Chowdy, I like that name. Yeah. So that's a, that's a, <laughs> a beautiful thick mulch. A thick ground mulching, cover. Mulching it's, ground cover, yeah. 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 Uh, but it's, it's superb because if you get a heavy, heavy rain dropping down, mm. it's got to work its way through the leaf structure underneath, mm. underneath the plant. So mm. it's, it's stopping erosion and mm. controlling Yes, exactly, that. exactly. So it, it, if, especially on a, on a, a, on a slope. A slope. Yeah. 
the living mulch is good because it's going to stop that soil from moving. Absolutely. It's going to control it. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's lots and lots of those. Little violets yeah. um, is another another form, but they can be rather invasive. Daisies, native daisies. Na- yeah, little native yeah. daisies are another nice one. Yeah. Um, there's there's um, one called Myoporum. Uh, there's a ground cover form of that mm-hmm. called Creeping uh, Bubilla. And that's also another great ground cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's lots of, lots of, living, lots of ground lots of covers that you yeah. can use as, as a living mulch yeah. and they're fabulous in the garden. Yeah. So they're doing a couple of different jobs. They're being decorative. They, they yeah, So they're looking attractive. They're also playing the role of, uh, of, of stopping the soil yeah, from moving. and anchoring moving that soil. And yeah. helping, helping the moisture retention as well. Okay, so we've done the living. Let's go into the organic now. What yes. is an organic mulch? There's lots of different types. Yeah. And some are gross. Some are gross. Gross, yeah. Some look absolutely hideous. Ugly, he means. Ugly. Um, and that's mainly the coloured mulches. I can't stand them. You can get, get them now that they're- If it's coloured, it's still organic, is it? Yeah, well, it, but it's been impregnated with who knows what. Oh, I to know. Make, so I don't know if I'd call that organic. No, no. Um, but so basically an, an organic mulch is, is like natural substances derived from plant and animal material, yes, isn't it? Yes. So things like what I, so wood chips. So wood you're chips. talking about coloured wood chips, aren't you? Yeah, that was what I'm talking about, coloured yeah, yeah. wood chips. Don't like them. Bark. Bark. That's my favourite. Is it really? Yeah, I love a particular form of bark for finishing off my garden beds mm. um, and the one that I, that I use the most and I've got a my own garden bed is a hammer mill pine bark. So it's not the old great big pieces of bark that get kicked around by by the birds. This is a, 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 a probably a seven to ten mil bark mm-hmm. that's gone through what's called a hammer mill process. Hammer mill, okay. hammer mill, yeah. Hammer. And that just sits down beautifully, and it just lifts those plants that you've put in above them. And of course, you know, you mean you, it lifts the because of the color. The color, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Okay, so it's really dark. Exactly, kind of dark bark. Yeah, but it doesn't heat up like mm. you know, a lot, a lot of like like a lot of barks do. Okay. And then there's the the barks that, or or the the mulches that actually use the internal structure of a tree. So we're talking about red gum chips. Okay. And I'm not a big fan of those because the red gum chip itself is from the internal part of the tree. So it's from what's called the uh, exylum or the heartwood of a tree, and. It, when you place it on the soil, it's trying to break itself down to become a compost. So therefore, it's stealing from the soil nitrogen. Oh. So it's robbing the the, the microbes' so ability to break itself. it down. It's not yeah, so, so, yeah, so it's not a good mulch. No, not a good mulch. No, we don't want that one. Uh, what I quite like is pea straw. Pea straw is fabulous. That's a good one. But I love the colour of that. I love that yellowy it's colour. Strawy sort of yeah, effect. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. that effect. And you'll often get um, the peas to actually grow. Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> so that. That people actually don't love that, but some people have said, "Oh, I don't want to use pea straw because I've got to deal with the peas." But it's actually not too hard. No, to move a little pea here and there and chuck it down on the ground again. Yeah, exactly. And then what's another one? I was going to say because there are many benefits of pea straw mulch too in the vegetable yes. garden too. Yes. Um, what are it's, those benefits? It's putting nitrogen back into the yes. soil. It's a, a relatively quick breakdown mulch, so it's adding goodness in a quick mm. period of time. The only negative about that, I suppose, is you've got to probably re, re redo it re, every yeah every couple of years. Replace it is the word yeah. I'm trying to think of. Replace it. Yeah, and you wouldn't do the the same replacing year in year out. You would alternate that with another organic form called who? No, <laughs> not Lucerne. who. I don't Lucerne. know what. Lucerne. Yeah, Lucerne. There you go. I was going to say that who flung dung, but not. 
Lucerne, yeah, Lu- which Lucerne's is not so raw. easy to get. I haven't found it. I mean, I think I've seen it only just recently. I haven't seen it yeah. for ages. And the reason that it comes and goes is because the farmers have a look at what the weather forecasts are going to be mm. and if they're going to get a lot of rain, they're going to be putting in crops that they know they're going to get a greater return on. So rather than putting in a lucerne oh. crop, they will put in barley or oats or wheat oh, or something okay. else. So that's that's why you find, you know, there's a it's, difficulty getting lucerne. Every now and then it's yeah. available. It's because of the, the weather, the exactly. weather Exactly, but that's another great one because yes. that's also high in nitrogen and it yes. also breaks down relatively quickly. Into the soil. To add humus. Humus? 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 Humus. 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 I don't know how to say that word. Humus yeah. to the soil, which is fantastic. Pine needles, that's another source of uh, a good source of mulch. Yes, if you don't want anything at all to live underneath it. Oh, so it's. It's very acidic as it breaks down. Ah. So therefore, if you've got um, beds of strawberries, it's a wonderful mulch for strawberries mm. and an even better mulch for underneath blueberries, which are plants that both like acid. Uh huh. That's good to know. Yeah, it is. Um, and you won't get a lot of won't get a lot of um, snails and slugs crawling over that because it's uh, they just don't like going over the top of uh, pine needles. Oh, something to do with the mm. uh, the feel of the it. feel of it. They yeah. don't like it. Well, that's they interesting like to know because we don't like snails. The last one that we're all dealing with in autumn leaves. leaves. What a lot of people don't understand about leaves is that leaves require another aspect to help them break down. One of the easiest things you can do there is is mow the mow the leaves so you're breaking those particle sizes down yeah, and, right. and producing more surface area for the microbes to get onto. Right. But generally, if you've ever ever had an oak tree, for instance, you'll see oak leaves in the garden for years and years and years. Mm. And the reason for that is because they oak leaves, although they make a fabulous compost and a fabulous mulch, they're very, very it's very, very low in calcium mm-hmm. and therefore you need to add calcium over the top of those leaves oh. to make them uh, break down quickly. With those leaves, yes, <laughs> because I have a lot of them, mm-hmm. uh, so the best thing to do with those leaves is to really put them into a pile and let them break down to, and use, put them into your compost bin directly yeah. rather than putting them into the, onto the garden beds. Yeah, and, and then, you know, if you, you put the mower over them, they break them up. Oh, yeah, so they're good in the and grass. Then, and then some lime. Okay, and then some lime. lime. Okay, yeah. thank you. Moving on. Sorry, thank you. So there's another mulch that we, we haven't even thought about. No, what is it? That is going to become more and more prevalent oh, in our society yeah. as we move on from here. What? Well, there's mulches now that Human are made, mulch. made from something that was never, ever living they're using a lot of mulches now that are uh, that are made from rubber tires. Oh, really? Uh, and therefore, okay. and those things are full of toxins. I don't think we're calling them organic. No, they're not not organic at all. Um, they're using glass glass that has yeah. been tumbled. Yeah. Uh, so there's no sharp, nasty edges. They're using a lot of that now as a mulch in areas. We've moved on to the inorganics. Yeah, the inorganics. Inorganics, yes. And then plastic is also another one. They're tumbling and, and breaking down. Oh, uh, so those sorts of things garbage? are going to be there forever. Ah, and that's an unfortunate thing. Like None that. of those are my cups of teas at no, all. No, definitely not. Okay, so now that we're on that subject, newspaper. Newspaper is is absolutely fine to put down as a, a, a suppression over weeds. Mm. So if you've got a garden bed that you've got a problem with an oxalis, mm. if you put layers and layers of newspaper over the top of that, mm. that will smother that um, that uh, oxalis and stop it from coming through. Mm, a and a lot of people say, oh, what about the printing material yes, on paper? Ink. Yep. Well, today it's all organic. So the print material 
is derived from soy, okay. soybeans. Ah, of course. So that's, that's yes, a, yes, a natural, yes. a natural thing, Fantastic. because you know in the old day it was all it was all lead based mm. prints. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you used to uh, go to the fish and chip shop and get your fish and chip wrapped <laughs> up in it. Your, your vegetables and were wrapped up, in, it. and even your <laughs> even your meat for the butcher was yes. wrapped up in newspaper yes. with lots of lead in it. Oh, great! But that's a good mulch, yeah. Okay, so newspaper is we'll call that an organic. But back to the inorganics, landscaping fabric is that? Oh, I guess now they would use that would become that would be more organic. They would use. Natural yeah. materials for that, wouldn't they? Yeah. If you ever go to um, a strawberry farm, mm-hmm. you'll see that they've got this black sort of a, a plastic down mm. on the ground. Mm. And the newer and the better ones, they use a newer substance called weed gunnel. Mm-hmm. And this weed gunnel will stop the weeds and everything else coming up through it. But over a period of time, it will break down. So it's made basically from a plant starch. Oh. And it will break down. So I will specify that on certain jobs. Um, ah. on currently we're, we're having one built where people have had enormous amounts of oxalis in the, in the ground and we're putting raised beds over the top of that. We're putting weed gunnel down first and then putting the beds on top and then filling those beds up. Mm-hmm. And that weed gunnel will break down over a period of about four or five years. Okay. Uh, and be totally organic. Yeah, fantastic. That's so that's, good. that's another good uh, good product. A lot of people like to use them. This is not one of my favourites, but crushed rock and pebbles as a mulch. I am a fan. Oh, okay, good. I for you. like to use, depending on what the jobs are, but I sometimes like to use what is called granitic sand. Oh, and yeah, and that right. is a, a six mil. Uh, minus, so the, the biggest particle size is six mil and everything below that is, is finer. So it's a little bit like walking on, on, on beach. Yes. Yes. That's um, not so bad. No. That's not so bad. And then if you want to, if you want a Mediterranean type garden, they yeah. do use a lot of, yeah. a lot of, um, aggregate. So, you mm-hmm. know, what used to be six mil screenings. Mm-hmm. Are now put on on top of surfaces, and I don't have a don't have a problem with that either. It's the crushed it, pebble. It's not the. It's, I should say the coloured pebbles that I think I find oh, a little gross. unattractive. That's gross. A little unattractive. Absolutely. Sorry, gross. some people might love them. Uh, rocks are another. Well, I suppose that's like you know a pebble. Yeah, but the thing rocks. about rocks is is that they are organic. Mm-hmm. As they break down, they're putting trace elements and minerals back into the soil. Okay. So there's nothing wrong with using, no. you know, the rock component into a, a garden as a mulch. Mm. Okay. It's good. You just got to place them properly so the weeds don't creep through. Yeah. But that's okay. Uh, how much mulch should we use? What sort of levels, depending okay. on what it is, of course? If I'm using any mulch, I have a, a, a general depth that I like to specify, mm-hmm. um, and that's generally 75 mil. Okay. Not uh, not 25, not 50, but 75. It, it gives... Um, a great buffer for protecting the the soil underneath it. It's enough to slow down a heavy rain to allow it to percolate through. It also allows air and, and movement of, of the air through that profile down into the into the soil. Okay. So it's another great way of protecting your soil. So seventy five mil of bark is what you what you work it out at. Just the right amount. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And you sure. know, and it's a very easy formula to come up. It's length multiplied by width multiplied by zero point zero seven five. And then whatever figure you come up with the end of that is a cubic meter. Okay. All right. So there Did you, you get go. That listeners, I didn't, of- but anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, with that information in hand now, I think it's a matter of deciding which mulch is right for you and for your garden. It could be a combination of a few, but whatever you choose, I think that your soil and your plants will no doubt benefit from it. Absolutely. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to Muddy Boots. For more information on today's podcast, please go to muddyboots.net.au and happy gardening.